Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's that nine to five time feeling This is man from ringside. Tonight on the Man for Ringside podcast, we're giving you our Hell in a Cell predictions. We're talking about the May Young Classic. Mick Foley makes his triumphant return to Monday Night Raw. That and a whole bunch more tonight on the Man for Ringside podcast. Ditch that 9 to 5. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks, and welcome to the band from Ringside Podcast. As always, I am your host, Bill Vagy, a.k.a. Otto Von Bismarck. And to my right, as always, we have two beers. Zach Pullman. What's going on, two beers, Zach? That was good, man. I like that one. <laughs> you said that every week, though. It's, but no, it's not a laugh out loud one. It's just like a, it's like it's a just, breathe out of your clever. nose heavily. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's clever. It's good. I told Vice that it was um, one of my favorite ones in a long time. And to his right, as always, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Allow us to bow our heads as I read from the book of a band from Ringside Chapter. Chapter 3, verse 14, and the good smart saith, hashtag boo the heels. It's all good, baby. Just ready to talk some wrestling. This motherfucker sounds like The Rock when he says that every... Hey, hey, it's hey, like, hey, don't, like, don't be mad because I got a little charisma, it's good. baby. It's good. It, you okay. Got, you don't got promo you're skills, welcome. brother. You're welcome. You got promo skills. Thank you. I've said this all the time. Nobody believes me. And I, I mean talk. brother in the maternal way, not the racial <laughs> way. <laughs> and to his right, taking care of the technical side of things tonight uh, on social media, we have Murray, the Murray man, Murray. Hey, what's up, Murray? <laughs> I'm feeling great. I love the name change. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> no, that's actually your name. That's how I was introduced <laughs> to you. I mean, Murray. Murray the Murray Man Murray, right? It was it was a trick. It is my name. All right. So we are coming at you from the exquisite Shock City Studios in beautiful, cool St. Louis, Missouri tonight. We got Sam the Mauler Mall turning the knobs tonight. Mr. Perfect's in the house. He's, he's gonna, pissed off, but he's in the house. He's going to be giving us his predictions later. Hopefully we'll get some questions from you later if we have some time uh before we get too far into it tonight we're going to talk to you about that day one ish advertiser that's soul taco soul taco is the best korean mexican fusion food in the entire world they got places in uh the u city loop Two food trucks driving around town, uh, Chesterfield, Missouri, Columbia, Missouri, Champaign, Illinois, Chicago, Illinois. I don't think I'm forgetting one. I might be. Chesterfield. I said it. Uh, But they got (laughs) delicious, spicy pork, burritos, tacos, quesadillas. That's my favorite. They also got the chicken. They got the steak. They have the pot stickers. They have the kimchi fries. Guys, they've been with Band from Ringside since the very beginning, and they will be with, be with us until the better end. <laughs> we don't see an end coming. I'm just going to say, hang on, man. I'm just saying. You got I don't, an expiration date? I don't see, I, no, I don't see them leaving anytime soon, though, Thank because uh, the relationship is so great. So and every go, end at Soul Taco is sweet and savory. Yes. It is not bitter. So go get yourself some Soul Taco. Friend of the show is 
sponsor the show. Tell them the band from Ringside sent you. And then we also have uh, JJ Twigs on Southampton is that delicious St. Louis style pizza. It is thin crust. It is badass. I hate to tell you guys this, but I was there twice this weekend. What the fuck, dude? Listen, Saturday, I had two funerals to go to. I, in between funerals, I stopped and got some soul taco okay. with my wife. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. don't Saturday. I'm, I'm don't slide. yell at me because Sunday, I'm bereaved. Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. I was drunk at my house and mm. I didn't feel like cooking. So I walked down there and got a pizza to go. I got that. My wife doesn't eat gluten anymore because yeah. Um, yeah, it is sucks. making her sick now. So I got that gluten free. I'm telling you the gluten free pizza was as good as the other pizza it was crunchy crust it was fucking great i got the super mario i ate the entire thing i told her i would get it for her because it it was gluten-free and then she ended up not eating it i ate the entire thing as i sat there and watched football so Mm. jj twigs on southampton (laughs) and soul taco two of our three sponsors and without further ado let's get to our three counts Look on your face, JCB. What you got for a one count? I'm not even gonna look over there. No, no. no I want when we go back to watch this. When I go back to watch this, I want to see the look on your face. I don't even know what I was it. doing, so it's, I'm gonna have to look too. <laughs> Just when you thought the main event at Hell in a Cell couldn't get any better or worse, here comes Mick Foley. Mick Foley announced as the special guest referee for the 20th anniversary of him getting tossed off the cell or what. Tossing himself off the top of the cell, whatever you want to call it. He got tossed in uh, K-Fave. Okay, okay, K-Fave style, he got tossed. You could say that Mick Foley got tossed off by The Undertaker. <laughs> Damn kids. I'd pay-per-view that. All right, not even five minutes in, we already lose control. <laughs> Mick Foley going to be the special guest referee for the Hell in a Cell match on Sunday for Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman, obviously speculation running rampant. What is Mick Foley's position here? Is he going to get involved? Is this going to be a swerve towards Braun Strowman? I will kick it off first. I think he's there just for nostalgia purposes only. He's here to count three. He might get a bump. Nothing crazy like him coming off the top of the cage or anything like that, but he might have to take a bump or two. I don't know if they'll let him take bumps. I hope not. I don't think they will. Anything more than a punch or body slam, I think, is probably a little too much. I think he could take uh, Braun's finisher. If Braun, Braun protects it, yeah, people it, well on the, uh, a, the power a, slam, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a protected power slam. No doubt it's about that. It's still a finisher that does not have a name, which is so strange to me. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he could take that bump, right? Yeah, for, I would I, like to think so. Because, like I said, that's a bump that he protects everybody in. I just don't like the fact that you, we're going back to nostalgia to put this over to put over um, the WWE Super All Showdown or whatever. roads lead to Roman. Okay, I get that. And, you know, we'll talk about predictions here in a little bit, but we're using Mick Foley to get that over. And then we're using, you know, uh, Triple HBK. H, HBK, and The Taker to get over the, the Super Showdown in Australia. At some point, you got to let these guys play the game itself without being so reliant on old established veterans. You want to bring them back. Play the game. <laughs> if you want to bring them back for WrestleMania, fine. That's when you do it. That's the grandest stage of them all. And everybody's supposed to enjoy it. You're supposed to bring back the common 
average fan. For this scenario, this is a scenario where Kevin Owens, God bless this man, he needs to be on this pay-per-view since this is the new improvement Kevin Owens and nothing can be done to him, then he needs to be on this pay-per-view. Here's the fact the, that he's not bothers me. Here's a good reason why he's not, just personally, as a fan of Kevin Owens, uh, we know he won't be getting thrown off a cage. So that's good. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, matter of fact, how'd that work out? I'm, I'm still waiting for Kevin Owens to come back to the main event scene since that happened. Uh, wait for the predictions for my Kevin Owens conspiracy theory, but go ahead, Zach. Uh, yeah, I mean, that that's really about it. Uh, Mick Foley looked good. It was a great promo. Uh, he's moving better thanks to his... Uh, yeah, the hip replacement. Hip replacement, his surgeries. Uh, I, I just think they're going to protect him like... JCB said, I think he's there to count three. I don't think he's there to cause any shenanigans. It's for pay-per-view buys. Uh, that's really it. Um, it's pretty clear-cut, and we can wait till predictions. But, I mean, this is not, like, uh, wonder what's going to happen match. No. Well, he, I mean, he might just be there just to, I mean, just, like, as an ornament for the 20th anniversary of Hell in a Cell. He yeah. is more so than Undertaker. He is what... He represents Hell in a Cell as a person more than any other person. Yeah, even though Undertaker was in the first one, and it was in St. Louis, uh, and HBK, God. and it was a great fucking match. Fuck, I'm so mad I didn't go to he that. He had the fucking HBK, had the Crimson Mask. It was at the Keel Center, which is now, I don't even fucking know. Scott Trade, I guess. No, it's something else now. Something else now. Peabody? Yeah. No, that's a totally different building. That's yeah, it's, it got changed again. I mean, Peabody even got changed. Anyway. Uh, that, that's corporate America for you guys. So uh, we're just going <laughs> to swerve, and we're going to talk about the uh, you know the negatives of capitalism and how it affects <laughs> our wrestling viewership. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I agree with Bill. Uh, Undertaker, Mankind, Mick Foley, because he took the bumps. Mick Foley's the guy. Whenever you think he, of Hell in a he Cell, he represents Hell in a Cell more than any other individual. I'm going to take a different path than you guys and. Just tell the listener we're going to move through this three count because we have a bunch of predictions to get to, and that's going to take up the bulk of it. I will say that I love seeing Mick Foley back on Raw because when Mick Foley cuts a promo and he, and he feels like cutting a real promo like he did against Elias this week, God damn, that motherfucker can cut a promo. He's can't great. He? He's one of the best. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure he has He's an some, underrated promo. No, but I'm sure he has some latitude to... You know, say what needs to be said. He's he's old school. Here's your, here's the bullet points. Now, as now some, go make it happen. As somebody who has read two McFoley books, now granted, I read it a long time ago. He was always the type of guy that where Vince would say, "Hey, just go cut your promo." You know, Vince always trusted him. So I have to think that in 2018, Vince says, "Hey, Mick, you know what to do. This is where we're going with this. Go cut your promo." When Vince says. Uh, your future will be my past to Elias. That's a great line. I mean, that's not that's not a line that a lot of guys cut out. And Vince and uh, Mick Foley, sorry, always looks really intense when he when he says stuff like that. He he's great. He's great on the mic. He cuts a better promo than anybody in WWE right now. Whoa! And the only person better than cutting a promo. In WWE right now, and this is maybe, and you know who I'm gonna say, Paul Heyman, Kevin, Kevin Owens. Oh, Paul Heyman. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Just because he's gone for a couple weeks, I was, ta- I was, I was talking about wrestlers, but Come yeah, on, man. Pa- Paul Shit. Heyman, Paul Heyman's great. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, Paul Heyman's the best promo. 
Kevin I would put Owens. Kevin Owens up against him easily. Easily. Yeah, I know, but who else would you put up against Mick Foley in terms of a promo? Samoa Joe's, anybody. Come, Samoa Joe's well, come on. Samoa Joe's amazing. And just Not part as good of it, as Foley. But I mean, here's the thing. Samoa Joe can turn a written a written script into something that no one else could do, or very few people could do, because right. you know that he's getting written. Which sucks for everybody. Yeah, it sucks All for these guys it. It does suck for everybody. But that goes back to the, the initial point. They're not trusting these guys. And at some point, Undertaker's not going to be here for long. HBK's not going to be here for long. Triple H is going to finally Don't move up. Don't you fucking say it. I'm sorry, HBK man. HBK is forever. Hey, look, Flair's going to go first if that makes you feel better. So okay? the, a real quick <laughs> answer. A real quick answer. Yes or no. Does Mick Foley being the referee at the Hell in a Cell match... Make you more excited for the match, Jason? No. Zach? Not really. Murray? No. Uh, me? I'll say yes. Like like a c- true contrarian would. So it's not a prediction. It's not an indictment on Mick Foley it, either. Yet. It's just uh, I'm I don't give a fuck about that match. Well, I well yeah, I can we, see I can see something happening with him. I like him. It, like the possibility. Save it. Save it. The possibility that he could take a bump makes me slightly more excited for the match. And that'll bring us to our... only thing getting me excited is if I take a bump. Two count! I mean, we, we was, that, can... was that a Coke joke? That was a Coke joke. <laughs> Zach, oh, what's, I'm sorry. Zach, I, I was about to say, you could jump off the table. Zach, what? what's the two count? <laughs> uh, two count. So, uh, you nah, know, I knew where his head was at. <laughs> we've got some, uh, we got some weird stuff happening lately. Uh, we've got Drake Maverick uh, managing AOP, which is not super weird because they need a talker, and it is AOP. It is no longer Authors of Pain. It's I was going to say, they, they're done calling teams. them Authors of Pain. It's I just AOP so. now. Just AOP. Um, you know, they're down to acronyms. Um, very militaristic of them. So, uh, but Drake Maverick, you lost the flak jacket this week. Thank uh, God. Yeah, thankfully. Uh, but, I mean... It works. They need somebody that can talk. It's kind of weird that he's a heel and then he's a baby face on 205 Live. Uh, but that leads me to what I was the gonna bigger say, point is. Sorry. APA was Acolyte Protection Agency, and then they were just APA after a while. They stopped calling them yeah. Acolyte Protection well, Agency. And now That's it's American Pale Ale. Kentucky yeah. Fried Chicken is now just KFC. Good point. Good point. Right. Sorry. Didn't this mean to cut you off. Americanization of shit. Continue. Yes. So, uh, anyway... Uh, we had a new kind of insurgence. You know, we've seen like Drew Gulak like on the main roster. Uh, we had a new insurgence this week, which was kind of weird because it wasn't uh, announced and it was just kind of an interesting thing. We had Leo Rush, who appears to be managing uh, Bobby Lashley. And Leo Rush, who's a huge heel, not a huge guy, but a huge heel on 205 Live. A Bobby- huge heel in real life, too. I mean, wrestlers wrestlers come at him a lot. On social media, it, they they do not like him. Uh, go ahead, I'll let you finish before I go ahead. But uh, my whole point is, what I see coming out of this is not necessarily like the idea of them bringing some of these guys onto the main roster to kind of graduate them like they have with NXT. Uh, I think there might be a, a reason behind it, and that is they're dissolving 205 Live. Because if you if you watch 205 Live like like I do, I watch 205 Live more often than I watch main roster. These people don't fucking stay for 205 Live. There's like a couple thousand people left in these buildings, and there's no heat. There's no interest. Um, they're putting dark matches after 205 Live to try to get people to stick around. Main roster dark matches, like title matches and stuff, and they just don't care. So... 
uh, I really think, and you know, it could be a good move, even though 205 Live, I, I like it every week that they're moving these guys to the main roster. I don't know. I just, I see that could be what's happening. What do you guys think? I, I mean, I think that that would be better for the main roster if they start trying to utilize uh, having managers, having Drew Gulak, he's not a manager, but having Leo Rush, having Drake Maverick, having. I mean, I know she wasn't 205 Live, but Zelina Vega, that, that means that we're having managers again. And that is something that I that I like. I think that utilizing the talent that you have, especially if you have talent like AOP, who can't talk worth a shit. They're hey, awful. Man. We tried you know, that. That did not work. Bobby Lashley. Can't do it. He's not, a, he's not a bad promo as a heel. I watch his TNA stuff. He's a bad promo as a face. I mean, yeah, and the, they're just making him too too smiley, too happy. I really he's, think, not that spo- he's not supposed to be that guy. I really think that the promo that he cut about his sisters. Oh, God. I, will, I don't even will, want to remember that. It, it will go down as one of the worst angles in Ever. Of all time. Ever. So usually angles are supposed to put everyone over. That put no one over. Oh, it was so bad. It put I the mean, sisters over. <laughs> it made Twitter over. It told you that Sami Zayn could do a lot with a little because Sami Zayn almost made it tolerable. Yeah, but it still looked bad for Zayn. And then he fucking got injured and now he's gone. That's the last thing that happened to him. Nobody blames that. Nobody blames that on Zayn, though. Now, but what Nobody. You, what's the, the two things you remember? The first thing and the last thing. The last thing I remember about Sami Zayn is he was in this bad angle with Bobby Lashley. Yep. That I mean, that's not what I remember. I, re- I remember Bobby Lashley doing that promo about sisters and then running through the obstacle course and Zane clocked him over the <laughs> clocked him over the head when he got out of it. Same deal. Bad bad angle all the way around. Go ahead. Yeah. Say your thought, Murray. I'm sorry. I just when it comes to the two oh five live thing, I mean they could literally just get rid of if they were to get rid of two oh five live altogether and cycle all that out, they could put people throughout the main roster in NXT and still keep the cruiserweight title on whatever show it happens to fall. I mean, if Raw's three hours sure. long, there's still room to have a cruiserweight division on Raw. Yeah, and imagine like somebody like Grand Metalik in a match with AJ Styles. Exactly. Okay. I mean, Jesus they could fucking do it, They could do it the way that they used to do it on Nitro, which was the first hour was cruiserweights. Hyping the fucking crowd. Let's get the people going. Yeah. And then the last two hours was your regular Nitro show, and then you would have an hour or an, an hour of the cruiserweights and two hours worth of what would be a condensed Raw, which would make Raw so much better anyway. Yeah, an hour of good wrestling hey, and two hours of sports entertainment. Here's my problem with this. Well, not even my problem with this, but just two thoughts. Number one, I watch 205 Live regularly. Do you watch every week? Yeah. Do you watch every week? Every other week. Do you watch every week? About the same as Okay, same. so that there's my point right there. This is a wrestling podcast and half of us watching on a weekly basis. And that, that's... Everybody's got their shit to do. I'm not saying, you know, you're supposed to watch. You're not supposed to watch. Yeah, but we're the hardest every- core of the okay, hardcore. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. That Everybody- don't live in our parents' basement. Exactly. So half of us watch, half of us don't. So take that to the main roster. You can't put these guys on the main roster in the first hour with people that don't know who they are. There's, I mean, there's good angles now. You know, it's it's now it's you know it's programs with multiple guys with two or three different angles, and that's great. But some of these guys that are average casual fans have no idea what two hundred five live is. But the match they will don't get know it who over. What Grand Metal Metal Week is? They don't know who but fucking. The, if they Leo let them go, is. the match will get it over. Like I, you know, just I, let I them, just let them wrestle. So. No, I mean, I I 
don't I don't totally disagree with Zach. Like if you let uh Grandma Leak and uh Buddy Murphy or somebody get 19 minutes on regular TV, that crowd will eventually be won over. That I crowd didn't... that crowd will not be dead at the end of that match because those guys know how to craft an 18, 19 minute match. That's the way that it goes. I man. didn't know who Rey Mysterio was in 1995 and I fucking loved him every, every minute. I think that, that was the year he was born though, right? <laughs> <laughs> but just, just an example, like psychosis, those guys, like all these, you know, Mexican luchadors and stuff. I had no idea who they were. That was my favorite part. Dean Malenko was like my favorite fucking WCW Jer- guy. Jericho when I was, a kid. was on there. And he wasn't in a lot of angles. That's, but how, you knew Jericho, and, that's how Jericho got over. Oh yeah. That's how Jericho got yeah. over. And he had angles, all but like Malenko, Malenko, yeah. outside of the horseman, he didn't have a ton of angles. Armbar! You knew the fucking match was going to be good. Like, when yeah. you watch a D-Malenko match, you're like, this motherfucker walks down to the ring stone-faced as the Iceman, and he's going to go in and try to murder somebody. Yeah, and then eventually they put Chris Jericho, because he got so over on those segments that they put him in the feud with uh, Goldberg, and Goldberg almost killed him. Yeah, yeah no with shit. With the spear. Um, uh, Ca- Cameron on Facebook said, when that happens, then you get guys like Kevin Nash lawn darting Rey Mysterio into Oh, I remember that too, yeah. By mixing the cruiserweights with the uh Yeah, that was great. It was that, awesome. I mean, that's that's <laughs> what I'm not, that's great. Come on. I mean, I'm speaking for the little guys here. Burr, you should back me up on this. Hey, lawn darting little guys, not cool. Hey, but it was Rey Mysterio. And, and, it, and he, was in a, he was in with the, and the top it guys. got him over. It got and him that's going to do it for our two counts. All right, the three count's going to be the May Young Classic, which has gone on for two <laughs> weeks now. I don't know if everybody's watched the May Young Classic, but... Here's some- what's funny. Whenever it came out, and I was like, oh, I'm so glad that they're releasing it weekly, because I'll actually like absorb it, and I'll watch it weekly. I'm going to end up binging it anyway, because I'm I know, busy. That, dude, I, just, I wish they did it like they did it last year, just put four episodes out, let me binge it and be done with it. I watched both episodes today while I was working, and I'll say this, I watched the entire tournament last year, and this year, I, I think that's better. I think that, like, anything that happens, it's always better to watch something go first, and then you can improve upon it the next time. Uh, there's they were, There was a, gr- a bunch of great matches. It, uh, these women really know what they're doing in the ring, and that sounds like the soft bigotry of low expectations, and that, that's not what I'm trying to do. There's a few that I'm keeping my on, eye on. Uh, Tegan Knox was awesome. Rhea Ripley was great. Mm-hmm. Love, uh, love Rhea Ripley. No, she's going to be a badass. She's, she's going to win two or three gonna, matches. In yeah, this she, she's going to be a badass. Uh, Vanessa Craven versus Lacey Lane. Lacey Lane's got a bit of an Ember Moon thing going on. Because a little bit. She's got the green. Uh, she's black. She's got the green contacts in. Uh, she's got dreadlocks. Uh, but that was definitely a little person versus a big person in a match. And it was a fun match to watch. She ended up winning with a finisher. It wasn't just a uh, lazy, it wasn't just a roll up or anything. She won with a big finisher, and that was fun. I also liked watching uh, Miko Satamura, who they showed clips of her on Nitro twenty Jesus. years ago. So, so this gal must be. 45, 46 years old. Safe gas. And she put on a great match against Killer Kelly. Um, Jason, what do you think of it? The first two nights were good. Uh, you basically kind of stole my thunder on a, a lot of the, the women I wanted to kind of speak on. Uh, Rhea Ripley, I thought, was next to uh, Miko. I thought was the the brightest spot of 
the first two nights. Um, the only thing I can say that it's a little negative and then it's just me being, you know, I got a nitpick for a little bit. I didn't like the fact that uh, Casey Canizero won her match over uh, Reina, Reina Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Um, don't get me wrong. I get it. It's an American uh, Ninja Warrior. She's the only woman to do it. It's mainstream appeal. I get it. But when you got a a woman in Reina Gonzalez that's tw- literally twice her size in height and weight. Why would you put them against each other in the first round? Okay. Yeah. That's have, it be, have it be a third, third round, round match. match. Second yeah. round match. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I guess this is where I'm like, if you look around the women's division, both on NXT and on the main roster, outside of Nia Jax, you don't have a real monster big woman heel. You don't have an awesome Kong. You don't have a Beth Phoenix. You don't have Beth Phoenix. You don't have that one woman. Oscar's talking about teriyaki in the back. You don't have that one woman that scares the roster half to death. That's That's my problem. That's even more to the point, though, is that the Mae Young Classic is better than the main roster. When Now, the wrestling might not be better, but the pure, hey, this is the tournament, and let's watch these people. Let's watch these individuals fight in this tournament. It's a better way to watch it. That's why King of the Ring always worked. That's why Royal Rumble always works. It's because it makes it's the it's tournament be- that it's like. What the have I said NCAA from the beginning? Tournament. What have I said from the beginning? Go ahead. Is that wrestling is the best when it's simulated as a real sport, and that's why the May Young tournament, the May Young Classic. That's why it works, Zach. I was uh, I haven't watched any of it. I saw the results, you know, weeks ago because I spoiled them from the tapings. Uh, but uh, I was actually surprised they put uh, Io Shirai against Zia Brookside because I thought Zia Brookside has a future in WWE and she's out. That's the first two round. where you could have separated them and had yeah, them be in a second or a third round match for sure. Exactly. Even if they don't meet, but I mean, like, I feel like Zia. You know, has a future like an NXT or something, uh, and you know, of course, I mean, like she's main roster material. She's- but wouldn't it be fun if while Becky Lynch and Charlotte Charlotte Flair were uh, fighting each other for the title, there was some sort of four woman uh, tournament to see who was going to be the next challenger or yeah, something without like- without like having a counseling session in between, right? Something, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. Okay, but yeah, see, you know, but we like the counseling there, sessions. There's there's the difference between NXT and the main roster. NXT, oh, definitely is for the wrestling head. Uh, Nikki Cross should have been the counseling a long time ago. Okay, versus that's Sasha and Bailey. Yeah, exactly. Look, if that's going to happen, uh, this is basically what's happening because the experience. winner, <laughs> because the winner gets the, uh, I guess it's uh, Kyrie saying. At the uh, Evolution pay per view. So right, I guess yep. there's your payoff for it. You just won't have it in a four person or four woman tournament. It's a 32 woman tournament. I hate to cut this short, but we got a bunch of stuff do to it. do. So that's going to do it for our three count. JCB, what's up with our third sponsor? At 3453 Hampton, I think I'm going to start calling this the Southampton Mafia of some sort because there's two of our sponsors on Southampton. 3453 Southampton. F&B Eatery. Please go see my boy Mike. I will be there personally. I'm thinking this is going to be my thing every week is to go there every Friday and try something different. Oh, I, I went with the conservative move this week. Yeah, yeah. How's that feel? You I like that? You like that, honey? You like that? You like that? I bet did, you don't. Did you just yeah, pump like that? 
shit. <laughs> Come see me Friday, 1.30. I'm going to be banging up a Reuben, probably with some potato salad. Maybe have an adult beverage because it's 1.30 and I don't have to be at work until 3, but you just don't know. Come up and see me. Holler at your boy. There's going to be plenty of food, plenty of beer to drink, plenty of soda if you're on the way to going from point A to point B. Bang up a Reuben. Bang up a barbecue steak burger. Bang up a big old hamburger. I did put a hamburger picture on Friends of, uh, I'm sorry, was it uh, BFR Pod on Instagram? So you now have a visual of what you're getting ready to dive into. Ruben Pitcher will be coming up tomorrow. So don't meet me there, beat me there. 3453 Hampton, that's FB Eatery. Go see my boy Mike. Tell him the JCB sent you. This is banned from ringside. All right, we're doing our Hell in the Cell predictions, guys. We got about 22 minutes left to go. So we're going to start with the easy ones. First, plenty of time, plenty of time. Engineer Sam, you got Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella versus Miz and Maurice. Who you got? Uh, Daniel Bryan and the other one. Oh, you mean his wife? Wow, yeah, her. Team Bella, I like to call him. Zach Bowen, who you got? I got Miz and Maurice. Jason Cornelius Bell. I got Team Bell. Wait, is that Dan Bryan? Yeah, it's Team Bell. As in Total Bellas. As in Total D. <laughs> what? I mean, what? I'm taking the Miz. The Miz is going to win this. Miz and Maurice. I mean, Miz and Maurice as a couple. I'm shaking my head at him. Obviously. Not at <laughs> obviously. Uh, we have New Day versus Rusev Day for the tag team titles. Who you got, Sam the Muller Mall? New Day. I got New Day. I got New Day. Oh, that's surprising. I mean, I can't see Rusev Day winning this just because they're not behind them. They're just not behind them. It's like they're satiating the rest of everybody, all the smarks. By putting them in the thing, it's like it's not going I can to see happen. Him breaking them up just to be dicks. And I yeah. see, God, I would, see this is the one right here because I already gave you my prediction, so I won't go away from it. But I think everybody's right here. But this would be the one if there is one that would be the swerve. This reeks of it. But I sent it in already. I picked New Day. I'll stick to oh, it. Oh, you can switch. No. Oh, I forgot to say. Here are the scores. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> this ends in first place. Two beers. Zach Bowman with 38 points. Woo. In second place with 37 points, Bill Vegi. Whoa. In third place with 34 points, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. And it... Oh, wait a minute. No, I guess I did the math wrong. Uh, Sam's tied with me for second place yeah, for 37 points. So. Jason's in last place. Hey, where's my belt? I thought we said I said that last year. I wanted to do the belt. You guys poo-pooed the idea. I Nobody didn't. poo-pooed I was it. looking forward to my belt. I will bring the belt next week. It's Fine, okay. I will go to fucking okay. like, uh, Toys R Us. I'll break in. Oh, no, I'm looking for a big gold replica. Uh, <laughs> AJ Styles <laughs> versus Samoa Joe for the smacked for the WWE Championship. AJ, Dallas, AJ, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. I'll go first because I never go first. I will go Samoa, Samoa Joe. 
Sam, I am. Who you got? Huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we just had something fall in the studio. Yeah, guys. it was just an iPad. No, we didn't. We, no, should, we, should let, we, we, should, we have to let the listeners know when stuff like that happens. So say, thank God for the carpeting. All right, Sam, uh, you got Samoa Joe or AJ Styles? Yeah, I'm going to go with Samoa Joe. Duh. Yeah. Sam Oa Joe. Also, wasn't AJ, is that the one from the Backstreet Boys? I thought you Boys? gave up on the Sam Oa Joe thing, though. I'm back on it. I'm back on my bullshit. Yeah, who's, uh, <laughs> who's AJ? Uh, was that Backstreet Boys? AJ. AJ was definitely in the Backstreet Boys. Okay. And he looked like a I professional wrestler back then. You're thinking about JC Chazé. No, there's no. an AJ. No, there's an AJ. The guy that wore a cowboy hat, ironically. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Jason Cornelius Bell. I can't do it. I can't. I mean, I know you say I could switch. I'm not going to. I said AJ coming in. I think this is probably the the one now that I probably said Joe a, a prediction too early. Well, the, now I, I'll stick to it. The the thing about switching is that if it goes the other way, then you'll beat yourself up even more. Now, I know this is a football better. No, this is this was my knee jerk reaction for some odd reason. I just I don't trust Vince when it comes to pulling the trigger. He did it with Roman Reigns. He did it. With Nakamura, he's probably going to do it again with Joe. I'll stick with AJ Styles. Two beer. Yeah, uh, I really want to say Joe. Like That's what my heart says, but my head says AJ. So Also, is this still not a cell match? Nope. That's it's unbelievable, right? The biggest bullshit. <laughs> it's so stupid. This is- they made this all about the family, about his wife, about the little girl. Right. That, you know, and Night Night AJ, summit. which was a great promo, by the way, on SmackDown this week. Yeah. Great fucking promo. But, the, but no, let's not make this a Hell in a Cell match. That's why I think somehow AJ walks. I can see another disqualification bullshit, a false finish. If it was Hell in a Cell, I would definitely lean towards Joe. Now that it's just a regular wrestling match, this smells like AJ to me. It's bullshit. Okay, so let's talk about that other Hell in a Cell match, or the first Hell in a Cell match, which is Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. Oh, because that definitely deserves oh, a Cell. Oh, that definitely deserves a Hell in a Cell. Let's, I mean, this is the Hell in a, I can't imagine a Hell in a Cell match that I care It's the first time Jeff Hardy's about. been in the Hell in a Cell. That's nostalgia. Probably the fucking last time, too. So, and love it. Embrace it. So what... What are the chances that Jeff Hardy does a swanton off the top of the cell? 50-50. I'd go 80-20. Yeah, I think it's higher than 50-50. And then he never does a match again. No, he shouldn't. I mean, that's fucking dumb. Die. He's so... No, we got to get... That's the go only reason... I'll go first. Then. Only reason they're putting I'll in a cell, man. Track. Only reason they're putting in a cell. Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. I'll get his back on track. This is to get Randy Orton back on track, okay? It's... The, Check off Jeff Hardy as one of the greatest modern day wrestlers of all time, and we did, you know, Google Jeff Hardy. And you don't check believe it. Swan he said, Tom he, said, Bob. he said check off, so I think there's going to be a gun involved. <laughs> <laughs> I said check off Swan Tom Bob. That was my joke. Oh, nice. Or, yeah, or, sorry. Or, or we could do a uh, Star Trek check off, you know, joke. English that, majors. Know, that, yeah. yeah, English nerds over here. Give me you and Randy Orton to win this. Yeah. I picked Randy Orton too. Even though the Swan Tom thing. Uh, I can I see, can see him just missing it and maybe getting so converted into an RKO. Jeff Hardy, Sam. Swanton Bon off the fucking cage into a fucking an RKO. RKO. That would be sweet. Yeah. Randy Orton or Jeff Hardy? Jeff Hardy. Now we're talking. I'm taking, I'm taking Randy Orton. <laughs> Watch Jeff Hardy. I, I mean, I, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, Sam's beating you. Hey, man, good. It's plenty of time, baby. I ain't worried about me. 
Worry about yourself. All right. <laughs> Worry about yourself. We got Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss for the belts. Sam, I'll let you go first. Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss. I think Ronda Rousey because she needs a win. <laughs> hey, I'm just. <laughs> she, no, hey, look, all bullshit aside, he probably didn't watch. I know you didn't watch. She got an ass beat on Monday night, so I mean, you know, yeah. she, she she needs the win. Hey, watch this, idiots! I just filled in Ronda Rousey for all of us. Oh, good job. Is anybody taking Alexa Bliss? Does anybody want to take Alexa Bliss? I mean, I'll take her out to a nice steak dinner. <laughs> Never call her again. <laughs> Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. <laughs> okay, now we got some real ones to talk about. This is what, I was trying to get past the easy ones so we can get to the hard ones. <laughs> Where does this start? Now I, like them, I like them hard and easy. <laughs> and there it is, off the rails. Woo! Wave your hands in the air and wave around as if there are no repercussions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. Go ahead. The, the host wants to... Go, let's get the hard and easy ones. Yeah. Are, you, are yeah. you guys ready? Yeah, I'm yep. ready. Right. So, Roman Reigns. Uh, we got Charlotte Flair oh, versus shit. Becky Lynch. Uh, you said it was... Now, they've been trying to uh, make Becky Lynch the heel. It doesn't look like it's working. Yeah, there was some. There was a smattering of booze on Tuesday night after she jumped Charlotte. Yeah. Not, not the way you would want a heel to be. Pushed, I think. I think, as <laughs> as as much as we could say that Samoa Joe and AJ deserves in a cell, I would say that this could belong in a cell. Also. Yeah, because they're like best friends. They put kayfabe style. They are best friends. It has gotten to the point where well, real life style. They're best friends. It's it's gotten to the point where it kayfabe style. Like, you and I are best friends. But kayfabe style. If the women's tie was on the line, I have to beat your ass. If the women's house was on the line, I'd be jazzed. Yeah, you probably would. Okay, so back to my point. Because I'm a man. <laughs> this A needs to be in the cell, and B, I'm sorry. Once again, I will start. There is no way. I, not before Evolution. I just can't. I can't pick against Charlotte. I would love to see it go down. It would make so much sense. Don't... If anything, a double turn here would here would make sense. Have Charlotte win, and then after the match, have her beat Becky's ass so much to the point where now the crowd does what you want them to do, manipulating them into do what you want them to do, what they want to do, boot the shit out of Charlotte, cheer for Becky, and then you can have a rematch at Evolution. Boom. Sam, who you got? He talked so much, I don't even remember who. The <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Hulk Hogan versus Mr. T. Now that feels like you're trying to make me feel silly. <laughs> Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. Uh, Charlotte Flair. What do you I, say, Zach? I have such a hard time not saying Becky. I already filled mine up. That I, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna say Becky. I said, nice. Be- I said Becky. Also. Nice. We got rooting interest for this. I, I love, love it. I love Becky. It's her time. She should be able to win. But she's now we're going win. to the the two most important matches in terms of that the main event scene on Raw. So we have Drew McIntyre and oh, Dolph Ziggler shit. versus the Shield for the tag team belts. Now I'm of the opinion that 
only one team or the other team can win. I think one team is going to show up on Raw the next night with all three belts. And really with Seth, it'd be four belts, I guess. I, mean, I wouldn't know. I was about to say, uh, do we even talk about the Intercontinental Championship? It feels well, like no, they just it's, it's all melted in together to like one shield blob with so, Roman Reigns as the big ass Sam. Yeah, I feel bad. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose for the tag team titles. So Ziggler and McIntyre versus the Shield. I'm going with the Shield. I will go with Ziggler and McIntyre. Jason, who'd you take? Oh, shit. In the spirit of swingers that I watched this morning at 4 in the morning, let's double down on that. What? We're going to go ahead and pick Dolph and Drew for the win. You watch, like, the John Favreau swingers? Yeah. Oh, your money, baby. You don't even know it. <laughs> I don't even know it. It's just like, just like oh, you want buddies. me to ask her? You want me to ask her? Hey, miss, where do the high school girls hang out around here? Because you're all grown up and you're all grown up and you're all grown up. Zach, who you got? That's a fucking great film. Great fucking movie. Uh, I've got the baby face Chase Ziggler. Oh, you McIntyre. got Ziggler and McIntyre also? Yep, because wow. they got a chase for a minute. They can't. I mean, I know, if it was Roman, I would pick it, but it's. Seth and Dean and Dean and Seth already has a fucking belt. Seth and so. Dean and Dean and Seth and Seth and yeah. Dean and Dean. Did and you guys Seth. notice that the the sheriff this weekend or on his name was Ambrose? Is it G Ambrose? I'm like, what the fuck? So is this? Vice Vice texted me. He goes, "Do you think his name is Gene Ambrose? Gene so Ambrose? Dean and Gene Ambrose? Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, this is horrible. God, Gene mean Gene mean Ambrose. But Dean's not from New Orleans. He's from Cincinnati. Nope. It's WWE logic. Why are you trying to break this down? All right, so let's break down now. Did he pick? Yeah, he picked. He okay. picked the shield. He's going to be the only right one. <laughs> well, fine, as long as he picked. So we have Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. So does that I, mean you picked Strowman? I, I did. I picked right after him. I I did not pick Strowman. I picked Ziggler and McIntyre. Yeah, but you said that you thought that they all leave with a belt. I haven't gone yet. So he yeah, guess who's you, going first. That's, what, that's why I'm asking the question. <laughs> guess who's going first. Let me give my lead up a little bit. I'm oh, a radio man. Jesus let, oh, Christ. So. Oh, okay, let the host do it. His, let the host earn his money. Yeah, because we're on like, you know, 98, 7, Seven yeah, you know. trillion so, channels. Except this, for Google Plays music. This, <laughs> this feud started off... This feud started off with Braun Strowman coming in saying, I'm going to cash in on you. Horrible idea. Or he, he came in cashing in, and the shield came in. So it started off as Braun, Braun versus Roman, which looked okay. And then uh, they Seen brought it. in then they brought in the shield. So now you got four guys in on it. And then you bring in Ziggler and McIntyre. Now you got six guys in on it. And now they've included McFoley. So now there's seven people in on this fucking match. Oh, it's more than that. It's the locker room. You're officially at a gangbang. No, it's the locker room. Shit. At one point, the oh, whole locker yeah. room had to come out and separate these guys. I don't want to hear seven. It's the whole fucking locker room is over. It was built, put to butt. Never mind. Go ahead. You know the fuck I'm talking There's about. There's no way that Roman loses so his match. Dead. No way that Roman loses his match, so I'm going to take Braun Strowman. <laughs> 
Sam, who you got? That's the bell we know and love. Everybody's like, Kobe! Braun Strowman or Roman Reigns? I gotta go with Roman Reigns. <laughs> because he's not a fucking idiot. <laughs> because Jason's over here maniacally giggling his ass off. When they're fist bumping, I feel like I gotta go the other one. You bet your ass. Ain't no way. So let me get this straight. We wait three years to crown Roman Reigns, and then on night one, he loses. Fuck out of here. Give me Roman Reigns. I'll take my easy points. Hey, I will say this, though. They waited 10 years to put the belt on Christian, and the next night, they took it away from him with Randy Orton. So it's not that crazy. So so, so Christian and Roman Reigns are... On the same level? Is that what we're saying? To me, one of them is better than the other one. <laughs> <laughs> that was very edgy. Oh! oh! All right. Look at the English major. Zach, who you got? Uh, Roman Reigns. All right, we're going to make this one six points. <laughs> no, we ain't. <laughs> God forbid WWE pulls a fast one on me. I'm going to be pissed. Just deal with it, man. You're going to take the L on that one. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for Sam. Thank you for participating in hey, the. Um, if anybody knows how to watch PWG Bola live, like tweet at us. I don't think you can. I don't right? think it's a possibility. But if anybody's got a stream, I don't know. Like, hey, hey, hey well, uh, let, let's talk about uh, tweet at us. Let's talk about social media oh, in general. It's in, it's in the podcast. Hey, does anybody have a stream to Bola? Uh, hit me up at Zach Pullman at g 69com <laughs> Or you can go on Twitter, PFR <laughs> Zach on Google. Case letters, BFR Bill, anybody BFR JCB Murray. What's your uh, uh, Twitter handle? At Murray Man, but the end. There's three ends at the end. So M A N N. Interesting. Man. Okay, Murray Man. Yes, sir. And then on Facebook, <laughs> BF Friends of BFR Band from Ringside Podcast, and then on uh, Instagram, BFR Pipe, and on Twitter, BFR Pipe. Odds, odds and ends. Uh, Ko came out and explained his very short absence saying that he wants to fuck with Bobby Lashley, I would say that they shouldn't have done that at all. Or he make it a three-week like, Yeah, he should be gone for an extended period three of time. Three-week absence. Um, Took Oscar off for like two months. You can't put KO off for like two months? What the fuck? Man, the Elias Foley segment was real good. Uh, what was the other thing I was going to talk about? Triple H, they are driving real hard to the hoop with this Triple H Undertaker thing, which is still five weeks off, so I guess they're not selling tickets very well in Australia. His promo so, was good. Yeah, well, promo, I mean, this is a... Yeah, he's a good promo. It's like an 80,000-seat stadium. I mean, it's not going to be easy to sell this Joker out. Yeah. I'm sure they will. It's just they're they're putting the mad push on this bad boy. The other thing I wanted to point out was that uh, Brandon Stroud on Twitter uh, decided to start calling Brand, uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, their tag team name, even though they don't say this on WWE television, their tag team name is Basic Gable. <laughs> Man. You know, it's not funny? It's not, it's not lasting long either. Like uh, No, this should be the heel turn that we've been waiting for. Carmella yeah. and Truth. I like him uh, together. It's I, fucking funny. Yeah, I especially like him together. if he thinks every blonde girl on the roster is Carmella, and he'll just walk out with any of them. Here's what's not funny: you use Carmella, you use Oscar to put Carmella over. Now she's flipping the face for the mixed mar- uh, mix man challenge. I mean, who gives a fuck uh, no, about the mixed no, man no, challenge? Nobody cares one. about the mixed man challenge. And then challenge. number two, the bigger issue: it goes back to Oscar that I said it weeks ago, and everybody just kind of poo pooed me off. 
We're talking about teriyaki. Oscar a year ago, a year and a half ago, was the most dominant figure in NXT. I didn't even period. Watch it. She was talking about teriyaki food. Yeah. That was the, the that seasoning? was the punch that was the punchline that whatever little bullshit segment that no, they had last it. week. She's ruined. It's absolutely horrible how they've done this girl. Ruined. No, but it's the perfect well, example of them ruining. Right now she is. Yes, she is. She's I'm not saying they can't heat her back up, but like, why no, would you need dying. to heat her back up? It's like you got this piping hot, like delicious lion's choice, and then Mm-mm. like eventually, you know, you wait so long and you let it sit, and then it's just like fucking melted down Arby's, and it's fucking gross. Lion's choice is never piping hot and delicious. It's always it's always looks better before you eat it. No, it's and always it's just always too good. much bun. Oh, dude, nope. you to, man, it's okay. piping hot. That's why you get the king size with extra tell seasoning, tell and it's daddy. fucking bangers. This <laughs> motherfucker's trying to tell me how to eat lion's choice. I know how to eat lion's choice. Clearly, man. you don't. King beef. You know how to eat Arby's. You don't. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is banned from ringside. Okay, we got some birthdays here. Uh, we got Baron Corbin is 34 this week. Does that make him 34 older? 34 going on 50. Older mm-hmm. or younger than you? Older. Uh, Tay Long is 71. Jim Cornette. This surprise. How, how, how? This surprised me. How old do you think Jim Cornette is? Uh, I'll be 40 this year, so he's got to be older than me. I would say he's like 52. God I'm going to go with 60. Yeah, he's only 57. I thought he was like... Fucking 68 or something. Never mind. Uh, Gerald Briscoe is 72. Eva Marie is 34. Renee Young is 33. Arn Anderson. Double A, the enforcer. Come at me, double A, anytime. Is 60. Greg the Hammer Valentine is 68. Hey, everybody. We know there's tons of podcasts to listen to. So we appreciate the hell of you listening to ours. Crank that shit up, Sam. I am. For Sam the Muller Mall. This is in the house, check. For Shock City Studios. Shock City Studios at house. For Soul to Taco. Soul to Taco check. For JD Twigs on Southampton. For F and B Eatery. F and B Eatery check. For Did I say Sam the Muller Mall? Indeed. Did I say Did I say Murray the Murray Man Murray? You did not. Shout out to Murray Man. For two beers, Zach Bowman. For Jason Cornelius Bell. I am Bill Veggie and everybody boo the hills. Vice, how with me on Sunday? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.